It's Amber Bradley, your host for the unscripted side of LP. It's Talk LP Podcast time. What's up, everybody? Talk LP Podcast time. It's Amber Bradley, your host. We're coming live, kind of, from NRF Protect. It feels live. <laughs> it feels live. We're here. We're living. So we are live. here. I like that. Yeah. That's that's what, and we're, like, not on Zoom, which is super cool. Yeah, that is strange. Okay, not that these guys need any introduction. Tony Pichot. How'd I do? Did I do? You know, at a one out of ten, it's a five. We'll oh, give it a five. okay, okay. No, you. No one can get it right no, for this guy. Even How do you right. say it? It's Paixon. Paixon. Yeah. Oh, Paixon. It's like Italian. Yeah. It's mine. Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Executive Director of II. Dave Thompson, President of WZ. Welcome. Thank you. Back to the Talk LP yeah. hot seats. Yeah, that's great. We're stoked to have you. Okay. There's so much to talk about with you guys. First of all president of WZ and now it's been what a year it's been a year feels oh, like 10 it feels like it's been a longer yeah <laughs> is it supposed to feel longer yeah, I think so okay yeah I think so I mean it's been like three years since we've been to one of these with everybody. no I know awesome. I know it's good to be back okay so lots of things to talk about as I said we've got elite training day preview a lot of things and so at NRF we're right before your keynote session they put you in a really tough spot, which is right before cocktails, but it's you guys. That's why. Okay. If I was I would have put you there. Can we drink on stage? We were, we were debating yes. this. Yeah. I'm not sure what NRF We were seriously what? debating it. Yeah. I don't think they would They're care. They're not going to stop the show. No. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, I agree. What are they going to do? But the audience, though. Yeah. I don't know. Drink. We're just there to entertain each other. <laughs> kind of like right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 4.30 we speak today. Yeah. So we're excited. We're talking about uh, strategizing investigative interviewing. So kind of some of the changes and the evolution in interviewing. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect segue, Dave Thompson, into these changes, okay? Because I, I hear a lot of times, been in the industry a while, not as a practitioner, but people are like, okay, yeah, I took WZ. Did, did it, did the basic. I mean, I did, I did the basic in 1995. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. And, you know, when people do that and they're like, okay, did the basic, did the advanced, maybe throw in a master class and then you have it, and they're like, I'm good. That that's not really the case because it's evolving and changing. Dave? Yeah, like anything. I mean, if you if you hired a marketing firm, right, that had some great talent and great company, but hasn't done any research in 20 years, you, you yeah. probably want to go somewhere else, right? You're not advertising in a phone book anymore. Yeah. Maybe they're sending postcards and we're like, it's digital. So it worked at the time, and right? Yeah. So everything, WZ has always been kind of cutting edge and making sure what we have works at that time. But the last, last few years, really, Tony and I have kind of taken the reins on some curriculum challenges and making sure everything is evidence-based, meaning research supports it. Um, and every case now is a little bit different, right? Our retailers are dealing with more than just cash theft these days. So having different methods for different cases is really, really important. Well, I think what I've noticed over the years, not being a practitioner and just like an observer, is that it's been an evolution to more like the truth, right? And you guys have always preached, look, anybody saying 100% confession rates, kind of a douche. Yeah. You know, you sidebar. Yeah. Sidebar. <laughs> Only because, right you come on, right? Yeah. I mean, you should go in the door, like, thinking there may be a possibility you're going in for the truth. Yeah. And it seems like, especially since you took the helm at WZ to kind of like, Talk about that and the fact that there is science behind the fact that people do false confess. You know, I know a couple years ago, I'm like, nobody would do that, right? And then you educate yourself and it's like, no, it actually could happen. Maybe less if you're interrogating about internal theft, right? But it's still important. It's important. And Tony can speak to this, but the way he kind of kicks off the class now is to open attendees to challenge us. Yeah. 
I mean, you, you yeah. can go through that, yeah, but it's and that, that is kind of the, the idea of what you're saying is such an interesting. Like, you went through a '95, and I bet if we pulled somebody Maybe. who went through, yeah, '95-ish, <laughs> is that generous? Ish. Okay, I, so '95. <laughs> the changes. I think a lot of companies change because they feel like they need to change to put out a new product for somebody just to come in and draw attention right. and attraction. For us, I think we realize that there's so much going on in the industry that is begging us to change our curriculum. So, like us proactively taking the reins on that and coming in and challenging people not just to go in with this admission seeking like you were speaking to but really what is the what is the point of the conversation and it's to get the information so showing them all these evidence-based ways in which they can get the information and kind of get away from this pressure of a, of a confession is kind of where that where this where this came from if you talk to retailers here and you ask what's under your plate on your plate now right, it's no longer just loss prevention they're doing kind of total law so sexual harassment cases discrimination we've got unfortunately workplace violence incidents so a lot of these interviews are now more some of them are proactive we got companies that do suicidal ideation interviews and companies doing yeah, accusations <laughs> witness interviews so we want to make sure there's there's tools that are both relevant to their job but then evidence-based so it's exciting it's a good time to come to a new class so if you had so I was listening to I think your presentation at the last elite training day in Nashville and I was shocked at some of the things that maybe I had heard in the step process in 95 whatever <laughs> whatever year that was yeah. that have changed that's a little shocking right so I think part of it was like the hand the hand up when you're about to get the denial like and I could do this next we're like all together it's like ah yeah. you know when they're about to works. say no but then you were like that's not even what we're doing anymore. Well, I don't think we should have ever said, ah, I yeah. don't know that part. I think that I was, was in, yeah, yeah, that's that's a special year. I'm not living. That's more like Seinfeld, I think. But a, yeah. yeah, if you think about even the way that we communicate with just anybody today, it's non-confrontational. I mean, people are not used to sitting face-to-face -face in conversations as much anymore. So allowing people to share their side of the story. If somebody says, I didn't do it, well, maybe they didn't do it. And if they're, they're maybe feeling uncomfortable sharing why they did it, let, let them talk yeah. and understand it versus just shut up, listen to me. And so that that's evolved. evolved a lot. Which is kind of funny. Again, it goes to that same theme of if we want them to give us information, this idea of stopping them from talking is kind of counter and Intuitive. So a lot of the stuff that we're doing, it seems kind of common sense, some of the changes, but um, I feel like it's just been a, an evolution over the years, which is what the presentation we're doing today is really centered on. So it's really cool. I mean, I think it's like so important, especially when you're go with these interrogators or going into a conversation that's clearly going to change someone's life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we go back. So it's like I always get on the soapbox about like it might be your two millionth interrogation. But for this person, you're about to change their life. And to have some respect for that, and I feel like over the last, you know, however long you guys have undergone this evolution, that it's that's massively important now. And when you talk about empathy too, I think well, one th one change. Let's not even say interrogation anymore, right? When uh, you think interrogation, uh, a lot of not only companies because it's the right terminology to move away from, but this concept, the context of an interrogation, sounds like waterboarding and this crazy kind of mm -hmm. stuff and accusatory. So investigative interviewing is real, the new kind of platform that covers multiple methods. And empathy is important, right? Even if we have a person who is guilty of something, but showing empathy without justifying what they did. And so it's been neat. I know you do a lot with the ORC groups now as well. And interviewing a shoplifter to figure out, you know, who are they, who's their fence organization, what's the organized crime kind of chart, the org chart look like, and taking those same tools and applying it to a wide spectrum of yeah. cases. So. so if you are an investigative interviewer, and you think, see how we educate? Yeah, I'm like wow. changing, see? Well, you're like, ooh, you mind meld. I need a new certificate. Okay. <laughs> 
So if you're out there and you're like listening to this, like, yeah, yeah, but I did the WZ, I'm good. Like, I think this conversation, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't really noticed all the evolution, like, it's real, it's happening, and you get educated. Because you guys have webinars consistently, you've got IAI, you want to talk about what's going on with IAI that's new. You guys have, like, book series coming, like, there's all these things going on with IAI that practitioners can get involved in. Yeah, yeah. So I think on the same light with WZ, IAI is evolving as well. And we're evolving just to the standard of what the industry is doing. And there's so much good stuff out there now to support better ways to effectively do these conversations. So we're trying to provide people from the association standpoint, not so much the training, uh, but opportunities and exposure to educated individuals, subject matter experts uh, for the members who can kind of see firsthand, why are we saying this stuff works? So these uh, elite training events that we've been doing over the last uh, two years now, which have been really, really well received. Uh, We've got some that are just strictly focused on academics getting on and going through different uh, kind of research and things that they've done that support some of the practices and trainings that WZ uh, does within our classes. Uh, We've got some that are just focused on networking. So like the importance of using these rapport-based strategies on building effective relationships. Uh, And then just some on career advancement, which are really kind of those three pillars of II: the education, networking, and advance. So those have been really, really well received. And then our flagship one, uh, which uh, we got to have you out at last year, uh, Elite Training Day, which we're super excited about this year. It's going to be Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Which who cares? Yeah, whatever. Whatever's happening, you're going to Myrtle Beach. Especially (laughs) being in Chicago. Like Chicago in October. I don't know if you're from anyone from the Midwest that's listening, but Chicago in October is when it starts to get really depressing. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Fall. Yeah, I'm not a Midwesterner. The Bills are usually like four and zero at that point. The Giants haven't won a game. Oh jeez. Hopefully this year's different. God, God. Myrtle Beach in October. Yeah, Myrtle Beach in October. October 11th and 12th, and then Dave, you can talk a little bit about the masterclass here in a second. Um, But we've got some awesome speakers again lined up uh, to go over everything from really what is a juvenile interview, which we deal with in the public sector, but private sector as well. Uh, so understanding kind of the, the mindset of what a, an adolescent really, how they engage in an interview scenario, which will be really interesting. Um, we've got some conversations on uh, open source investigations. There's going to be a presentation, general leadership principles. We've got an awesome case study. Uh, Jim Smith is a, uh, he was a lead investigative interviewer. See what I did there? I was going to say interrogator um, for a, uh, a Canadian case with uh, the guy's name is Colonel Russell Williams. So he's going to do the case study on kind of the preparation for that interview and then how he actually executed the conversation. So a lot of really awesome, exciting stuff. Yeah, I think what's so cool about Elite Training Day, and as I recognize in Nashville, it's it's not like any other event. I mean, it is specific to this craft. And we saw George Pirro in Nashville. He was awesome. I think your speakers are like second to none when it comes to the content that you're trying to teach everybody. But so then you've got the masterclass. Masterclass and the the crowd that comes to both of these, right? Masterclass and ETD is a group of people that want to challenge themselves. The canine demonstration's yeah. happening behind us. I didn't start barking if you guys are confused. Um, Everybody's used to it. Now they're like, oh, that's fluffy. <laughs> but it's a, it's a group of people that want to learn more, right? Mm-hmm. They're challenging themselves on the status quo, what they've always done. So it's just really good conversations. The networking is not just networking. It's really educational and yeah. kind of motivational, which is neat. The masterclass, I think we're teaching that together. Mm-hmm. The day before um, Elite Training Day, and we're going to go through 
kind of a fun, I don't want to say murder mystery because we haven't killed anybody yet. Not yet, but, but we've got a few months to make it's that It's kind up. of a concept of a day-long case-building strategy mm -hmm. workshop with some curveballs thrown at the attendees. So uh, we're kind of over the lecture-type content. So let's get people in a room and give them some cases that are complicated, give them tools, but then allow them to work through it with some challenges thrown throughout. So it'll be, it'll be fun and interactive and yeah. engaging. So we're excited Man, about that's that. that's neat. So you guys are certainly hitting the, the road hard on creativity and like evolving the science, which is to. so cool. Um, but thanks for stepping in. Talk LP podcast hot seat. Yeah, we appreciate awesome. it always. We got to have you back. Get an update, maybe a little teaser with one of your speakers or Absolutely. something. I don't know. We'd love yeah, to have you. That'd be great. So, all right. We'll bring the canines. Too. Yeah, we'll bring. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they can sit with us that time. That'd be good. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk LP podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, and we will talk at you later. Peace. Awesome. Cause, 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 no one can